Chicago's Got Sisters. Are you curious about religious sisters? Interested in exploring if religious life is for you, but you don't know where to begin? If you are a single Catholic woman aged 18 to 40, Chicago's Got Sisters is your chance for a no-strings-attached event. During the weekend of April 17th, get to know, pray, and spend time with Catholic sisters from a variety of communities. That's 24 hours to explore various forms of consecrated life in the Chicago area. Chicago's Got Sisters, April 17th to 18th. For more information, visit vocationscava.org. That's vocationscava.org or call 312-534-5240. Chicago's Got Sisters. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. everyone and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It is also the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Richard Hudzik and I'm happy and proud and privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons. I also get to work with and pray with the good people in Westchester at Mary, Mother of Divine Grace Parish. And I'm all alone here in the studio today, so let me tell you who's not here. 
uh, but he's available telephonically. Uh, Deacon Dave Brensick, Associate Director of the Diaconate Office, and also Deacon at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park, is here uh, digitally, electronically. Uh, we'll be connecting with him in just a second. Um, and Dave is calling in, and we have two guests as well. Dave is calling in because we are recording this uh, broadcast in the midst of this very strange and troubling time of the coronavirus. And we're doing this about a week before the airtime, so it's a very fluid situation, it seems, something new every day. So um, we may be, we will be speaking of the, 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 the epidemic, the pandemic today, and uh, just bearing in mind that things uh, are in a state of flux, so uh, we might be a little bit off point uh, today as to what might be the reality a week from now, but uh, if uh, you'll bear that in mind. Um, we want to talk uh, in this show, this uh, show that uh, is inspired by Deacon's ministry, not that we're <clears throat> excuse me, talking about Deacon so much as we just want to do a show by Deacon's and invite others to to join in with us in the work of the kingdom. Now, uh, Dave, are you are you on the line there? Yes. Hello, everyone. Hello to you, David. Um, and then joining us also uh, is uh, Teresa Penix Gill and her uh, husband, the lovely and talented uh, Chicago Deacon uh, Leroy Gill. Teresa and Leroy, are you there? Yes, we are. Good morning. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. Okay. All right. So welcome everybody. Uh, and uh, you three are maintaining your uh, your social distance, and uh, we invite you into the show today. And uh, we're very glad that you're you're able to join us. Uh, by way of introduction, uh, Teresa and Leroy uh, might be called uh, our YouTube stars. Uh, they've been uh, blessing us with their reflections during the course of Lent on the Archdiocese uh, Lenten Resources page, and uh, really a wonderful job by both of you for that. Um, we don't want to say that the the, uh, the YouTube is is viral because that uh, has a new New meaning today, but um, it's much appreciated. So thank you both, uh, Leroy and Teresa. You're welcome. Now, um, just a few uh, preliminaries. I've got uh, some uh, goals for today, but uh, first, by way of introduction, uh, Teresa and Leroy, tell us who you are and what we need to know that would help us understand what you're going to talk about today. Well, if it's okay with my lovely wife, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I'm Deacon Leroy Gill, um, permanent deacon at St. Dorothy Church in the south side of Chicago. I was ordained in uh, 2006. Okay. And I serve at two other locations. I serve uh, once a month at uh, St. Killian Church on the south side. And I'm also known as the campus minister at the Academy of St. Benedict the African School. Okay, very good, very good. Keep sounds busy. And you're also uh, running a business as well, uh, I, I, I gather, in your spare time. <laughs> yeah, in my spare time, I am the owner of uh, Gilco Plumbing Company. Cool. So I'm a busy man. Very good for you. And Teresa, welcome. Thank what, you. What do we want to know about you? What you want to know about me is that I am a wife of a deacon, and I stay very busy <laughs> trying to... Uh, do some of the things that he's been called to do and be a support to him. But I'm also a co-founder of a nonprofit organization, which I know we'll talk about. 
Sure, sure. Now, this is just uh, this is out of left field, uh, but I was privileged a couple of years to go to the Holy to go to the Holy Land with with both of you on, on a pilgrimage, and I discovered then uh, it came to my awareness that uh, Leroy's initials are LG, and it's also a manufacturer of <laughs> appliances. Now, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but all the appliances in your house bear the initials LG. Have I got that right? You've got it right. Oh, my Life's God. good. <laughs> how, how embarrassing for you, Leroy. <laughs> I don't know why you went there. Uh, I just had to because it's so cool. Thank <laughs> well, you. Well, I'll tell you this. My grandson was in a car with us, and he saw a billboard, and he said, Pop, I got a billboard. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. <laughs> you're everywhere. That's beautiful. Um, now, I just uh, I, I want to do, I think, four things. Um, and, Dave, please jump in here as, as we go along. But... I want to ask you about your experience thus far with this uh, coronavirus situation. I do want to talk about uh, parenting for nonviolence with Teresa. Uh, Leroy, I want to talk to you about your uh, your ministries uh, in the parish and at the school. And then the final piece I want to ask you about, the family is so important. Marriage is, is so important. Uh, the three deacons who are on the call today, each of us is married. Um, I want to ask you without, you know, probing or prying, but what this ministry has meant to uh, to your marriage and, and, and your family life. So um, let's just begin with the with the Corona business. What what are you seeing out there? Um, how is it affecting you personally? Uh, do you have any words of hope or help for us? Anybody jump in. Don't all jump in oh, at once. I was I was trying to be polite. <laughs> oh, don't, don't stop it. For me, um, you know, the, the, the hope is, you know, that we maintain our faith. And I think that um, I've been watching um, the teachers at the school I minister at doing their job and the children still doing their work. Gives me a sign of hope. They're, they're, they're keeping busy doing what they're supposed to do. And uh, our clergy are stepping up, even though our churches and worship places are closed. You know, the, the, the word, they're bringing the word to the faithful by live streaming and phone-in prayer services. So I think as a whole, everybody's nervous, but we're keeping our faith. And I know for my company, I've always used the P's, prior planning prevents poor performance. And now during this virus, I use more P's. I tell everybody just be practical, be prayerful, be prepared, and be persistent. And that's that's where we've been, and uh, work is slow, and we're spending a lot more time at home. Mm. Teresa, Dave, are you, is there sign of is, is there hope in life out there yet? Uh, Go ahead, Teresa. Yes, I think there is hope. Um, certainly, families are feeling distress. Um, parents are now working with their children at home. Um, and so there, there is a little distress and a little unrest. Um, but I think people know that uh, we will get through this. Um, we just have to make adjustments. And, uh, you know, we want, we want our families to be as calm as, as they can. And, Teresa, I don't know, Dave, uh, any, any thought from you as to what you're seeing out there? Well, I think, you know, many people feel are feeling disconnected. They no, no longer can attend Mass. They can't receive the Eucharist. So I think it's really incumbent on us as ministers to help people get connected again. As Leroy was saying, 
you know, whatever means we can using technology um, to reach out to people. I know in our parish we're, we're trying to create a, a shopping team for, for people who may need assistance who can't get out to the stores themselves to offer to, to go shopping for them, to go to the drugstore for them, mm. uh, you know, to reach out to people to see how are you doing, can we pray for you, are you or anyone in your family have this virus that we want to add you to, this, uh, to a special prayer list. All right, and then uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, head off to a break, and we come back. Uh, Teresa, you mentioned family and being together. I think that's a, a, a great segue into parenting for nonviolence. We'll be right back. Baptized like I have been baptized. Are you Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. Have you checked out Chicago Catholic lately? Either in print or online, Chicago Catholic has informative and stimulating content, including news from the Archdiocese, beautiful photographs, and a thoughtful column by our publisher, Cardinal Blaise Supich. Editor Joyce DeRiga tells us about our current edition of Chicago Catholic. We cover all the latest guidelines and directives from the Archdiocese in regards to COVID-19. St. Barnabas School in Beverly raises funds for pediatric cancer research in honor of an alum who lost his life to the disease. And we have a feature on hospital chaplains and how they bring comfort to the sick and their families. Subscribe now. Go to chicagocatholic.com or call 312-534-7777. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Chicago Catholic, a fresh approach to Catholic news. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. The special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. 
And we are back to Diaconia, a call to service. And joining the program this morning, uh, Teresa Penix-Gill, Deacon Leroy Gill, and Deacon Dave Brensick. Uh, just before the break, Teresa, uh, the topic of the organization that you lead, uh, Parenting for Nonviolence, uh, w- was surfaced. Can you tell us what that is, um, what it's about, why it was started? how it can help today. Uh, thank you for asking me about parenting for nonviolence. We also uh, call ourselves P4NZ for short. Uh, we're a 501c3 nonprofit um, with the mission to educate and support parents to raise their children in emotionally healthy ways so that their children can thrive, our children can thrive. And uh, we started this organization, and when I say we, I mean uh, Father Charles Dom and Rosemary White are co-founders. Um, we established ourselves in 2012, and we did this in a response to the youth violence in the city of Chicago. And we trained facilitators in evidence-based parenting education programs and held our first workshop at St. Agatha Church in North Lawndale. And, um, you know, that was eight years ago. And so we have, since then, as of today, we've provided certificates of workshop completion to over 1,900 parents. And when I say that, if you think that most families, let's say they have three children, that's over... 6,000 kids. So we, we are really making an impact. Um, we understand that, uh, that parents are important. And, you know, Pope John Paul conveyed that, you know, the future of the world, of humanity, of the church, it passes through the family. And so we want to make our families strong. We want to give them the support and information they need. That's why we began this work. So what, uh, what uh, these workshops, what, uh, what kind of material or orientation are you, are you offering people uh, as, who, who attend? Well, we have various workshops, parenting. Um, we also have uh, family money life, uh, family life skills, uh, family money skills. Um, we provide uh, workshops for parents co-parenting and step-family. Um, and I, what I want to say is that the main thing is for parents to understand that we understand that they are busy. They have many obstacles um, to try and maintain this healthy family and aren't under considerable stress. So bringing families together in an environment where they can sit together they feel that they're not alone in their effort to be uh, great parents, that some of the issues that they face, other parents face too. So we provide them with, uh, let's say, young parents, child development knowledge. Uh, young parents don't realize when a child says, no, they're not being defiant. That's one of their first words, and their desire to be independent. So we help them with that. We help keep them calm by uh, providing them some emotional communication support. 
Um, we teach them how to communicate better with their children. And, and here's, here's one of the things parents always want to know. Well, give me discipline methods. Well, we help them understand that discipline doesn't necessarily mean spanking. We don't advocate for that or hitting, but it means to teach. So we provide them those types of specific uh, skills and techniques and tools so that they can calmly raise their family. Now, where would uh, uh, a, a couple of things? One is your your website is parenting, and then the number four nonviolence dot org. Parenting four nonviolence dot org, and I've uh, I've been through that past uh, week or so, and there's there's a lot of information there. But for the uh, for the audience, Teresa, um, tell us you know, how would I connect up with a workshop, or if I'm a parish minister. How might, how might I bring this message uh, to the parish or, or other venues? Also in that same vein, in the current uh, atmosphere of, of the virus, are you, how, you deal, are you, how have you adapted the workshops to that yet? Have you had to are things on hold, or are you trying to do other mm-hmm. things with the parents? You, you are correct. In, in this environment, um, we have shut down our workshops, except for the Department of Corrections. We offer a fatherhood workshop in the Department of Corrections, and we may um, be coming out of there soon. Um, However, what we are uh, looking at is how we can connect with families in general via Facebook. And we are working on launching our Facebook page with a strategy to create um, communication because we understand that um, our families are probably very stressed right now. And just to begin that conversation and keep connected with parents. Um, so so when, when we're uh, back to, to normal, uh, we, we will be there, um, yes, we and we want to do a live workshop, how, how would we get, get in touch with you to, to do that? And, and where would that be appropriate? Go to the website and contact us via email, through our website, or call me. Um, and, and my number is there. Um, our workshops are free, first of all. We do not charge the parents. What we need are locations, such as churches, schools, uh, community centers. Um, anywhere we come in and provide the workshop at no cost. Our, our funds come from grants and donations. And we, are, we want to continue to do it that way. Would it be fair to say, Teresa, that um, you, you come as a companion to, to the parents? Uh, what you're offering is, is nothing exotic or esoteric. This is good people speaking to other good people um, and offering you know, common sense. And, and I, I wonder if parents feel uh, alone and that nobody else is experiencing the same thing or they're trying to deal things with deal with things on, on their own, but that you want to offer, um, well, a, a, a sane and calm voice. Is, is, is that a fair characterization? That is correct. And I tell you, some parents um, may feel that, well, I don't, I don't need this. Um, we all need it. <laughs> yeah. Every, every, everyone that is a parent, I, I bet if I were to 
walk into a room with parents and ask them, is it easy? Yeah, right. No one would raise their hand. And is, it, and, is it, and is it different today than, uh, I don't want to say how many years ago for me, but qu- quite a few years ago <laughs> growing up, uh, it's different. Yes, it is. While some things stay the same, many things are different. Yeah. Our children are very overexposed. Right. Um, and so we have to have conversations with them a little bit differently. Yeah. And, uh, our, you know, we're, we're in a social media age. And so um, many parents aren't up to date on some of the things going on with social media. Right. How do we help our children, help our families, help ourselves work through this? So right. that's what we're, we're about. And, that, and that's beautiful work, and it, it's so essential today. Um, uh, my my ch- child-raising uh, days are, well, they're now in their 40s, but uh, grandkids, and uh, there's nine of them. So I, I, see it's, I see the need for this. Information is a parenting four, uh, the number four nonviolence.org. I'm going to jump to uh, to your to your other half, to your to your lesser half, that uh, that Deacon <laughs> that Deacon Leroy guy. Deacon, um, yes. you mentioned you've got Saint uh, Saint Killian, Saint Benedict the African. Um, what what are you doing there? And we've got uh, we've got we got about three or four minutes, so um, the the floor is yours. Three or four minutes, okay. Uh, or we'll per- have you back for another show. What the heck? <laughs> well, I'm the permanent deacon at St. Dorothy's. That's my, my, my church, which I'm you know assigned to. Uh, and there, uh, I'm more, I work with the altar servers. Um, and I do a, a monthly movie night, which is a big hit. Third Friday of every month, I cook dinner um, and show a movie. So they pay for the dinner, and the movie's free. A lot of the parishioners come out. The older parishioners get to see the movies. Um, so I do that every month, and I also I do a lot of preaching there, um, which is my passion. And um, but primarily I work with the kids that are at the church, you know, with the, the sacraments or the altar servers, and that's pretty much what I do at St. Dorothy. At St. Killian, I was just asked to come there once a month to preach, and from there, we took on a family mass for St. Atherita Grammar School, which is a school that does not have a church uh, attached to it. So the kids come to family mass, so we do family mass there, and it's, uh, I work with the altar service there. And the kids from St. Atherita, they come up, plus the kids from St. Killian, and at the end of the mass, we all, I have all the kids come up to the front of the altar, they all get blessed with holy water, which they love, and uh, we sing a song, and um, so it, it's pretty good. You know, it, it, it excites the youth, and we keep them engaged. Uh, the ministry that's taken up pretty much all my time is working at the Academy of St. Benedict, uh, the African School, which is in West Inglewood. And it's a, it's a wonderful school, uh, wonderful teachers, wonderful principal, vice principal. And there I was Six years ago, I was asked to go and give ashes to the school. So I did that, and a couple of the kids said, can you please come back? We want to do a service more often. So I never left. It's been six years now, so every week or every other week, I try to go by there and do a communion service with the kids. Um, the kids, they love it. Uh, they, um, For some, it's the only church they have. And what stands out to me all the time is that this is another school that does not have a church, but the spirit in that place. We're, we're in a gym, 
And these kids treat that gym with such reverence when, when, when we're having service in the gym. They come up to the altar and bow. They're, they're quiet. They're respectful. And it just it, it, it amazes me. And then an hour later, they're in there playing basketball. Yeah. Well, it takes, uh, it takes good leadership, uh, Leroy, and I, I think you're, you're a contributor to that. So God bless you for that. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting signals from the, from the control booth. We're going to have to wrap it up here. And a topic I did not get to, and we're going to have to revisit this with, with both of you, and maybe we can do some kind of forum, but um, the life of marriage. Uh, Teresa and Leroy, you're both very involved with youth and family. Um, the other dimension of, of family is, is husband and wife and what it means for you to be working uh, shoulder to shoulder and wing to wing, as the poet Robert Frost talked about. But I'd like to explore that maybe in our next, uh, next uh, show or two coming up as to what it means to, uh, to work together, husband and wife, uh, to see each other uh, engage uh, in ministry and I guess watch each other grow and what it means to be praying for each other. So um, that's for the future. I, I do, just in uh, closing seconds here, I want to thank Dave uh, for tuning in and Teresa and Leroy, thank you very much for being with us and we'll, we'll come back and uh, do more of this with you. God bless you all. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. The cup that I must drink. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media. Are you?